it was it was eerie because I was used to having students walking around just the campus in general and like the surrounding area, but there was like no one. Welcome to Four Hop, where each week four Johns Hopkins students come together in a lively round table to discuss the pressing and lighthearted topics of student life here at Johns Hopkins University Homewood Campus. I'm your host, Evia, and this is Four Hop. This first episode is called How Zoom Academy, aptly named since we have a global pandemic. The Johns Hopkins University announced on Tuesday, March 10th, that classes were canceled for the remainder of the week. And beyond that, classes will move from in-person to online until April 12th, and then later extended on until the end of the semester. The coronavirus is extremely infectious, so like best to stay home and avoid getting sick, given that it has a decently high death rate. The force of the coronavirus pandemic is felt throughout the entire Johns Hopkins community, and today I'm joined by four students to talk about it. My name is Natalie Aston. I'm a junior studying behavioral biology, and I'm from Southern California. I'm Johnny. Uh, I'm also a junior, and I'm studying bio, or mole cell and Spanish, and I'm from Orlando, Florida. I'm Carl. I'm a sophomore studying electrical engineering. I'm from the mid-Michigan area. And I'm Guillermo Almodovar. Uh, I'm from Puerto Rico. I'm studying molecular and cellular biology. Is Puerto Rico still on the curfew or is it stay at home now? Um, We can go out from 5 in the morning to 7 p.m. to do essential stuff, like go to the pharmacy. Essential workers just go to work and go buy groceries. I think the scariest part for you guys is you get the notification, right? Every night to like go inside. Yeah, we get a notification because the governor is using the 911 system of your phone to send notifications. It's at 6.30. So it's like you have 30 minutes to be in your house. I don't think it gives a lot of anxiety. Like there, there has to be stress that people are feeling due to lack of jobs and a reliable source of income. But I think that's basically the biggest thing right now. Does California have a stay-at-home order? Um, yes. I mean, they're not like checking IDs or like where you're going, but it's best to stay at home. Definitely miss like seeing more of my extended family. Um, we've thought of creative ways to see each other um, and just like drive by or like go in each other's backyards just to stay in touch. Um, But it's much more friendly. Like people say hello and actually have a conversation from across the street, walking their dogs and riding bikes. But it also feels like a ghost town with uh, like we can ride our bikes wherever we want and it's not really a concern if a, a car is coming. I'm from a town that's very touristy. There are two restaurants up here that serve the family-style chicken dinner. So, like, on Easter, you'll just see so many people and their entire families. Versus now, like, all these restaurants are closed. And the only parking lot that's, like, consistently full is our grocery store. We're just getting through the storm, trying not to panic. You know how it is. Yeah. Um my mom and dad are both working. My mom's a nurse practitioner, so um, a pediatric nurse practitioner. So I'm a little worried for her being exposed to a lot of, I guess, 
all of this. And we're just, yeah, taking it day by day, like Carl said. Okay, so at first it was what, April 12th? Uh, that they, they, were, they uh, assumed that classes would resume April 12th, like tentatively. Yeah. And that's when people would be allowed back, I think. Uh, so at that point, I was like, oh, okay, I can deal with some time at home and like enjoy the family a little bit more. I haven't gotten to see them. So I, like at that point, I was not really worried. The prospect of going back to Hopkins was always like, like even it was like a break, but I'd be able to go back to Hopkins. So I was like reassured. Yeah, I'm gonna be like completely honest. The first, the first reaction was just like overwhelming joy because I had a horrible week. The week leading up to spring break, I had two exams. So then I had one exam, a project, five homework assignments, all due within two days. They were all like due Wednesday and Thursday, so they were all just due so close together. And I was just like, wow, this is just heinous. I was just like really happy that I, I didn't have to do all this stuff, but but after they issued like the like complete like this whole semester will be uh, online, I kind of had mixed feelings at the same time. I didn't know how the grading would work. I didn't know how much access I would have to certain resources. I don't know. It's also nice to like take a break because I think I needed it a lot this semester. Yeah, I was in the same boat as Johnny. wasn't really sure how online classes would work, but. When it was announced, I was kind of excited because we got to start spring break a little bit early. And then once online classes actually hit, I really was not enjoying it. Uh, getting an email every like 10 minutes with how classes were going to work and updates and all these technical issues that just made life more difficult. For some reason, it just like didn't feel real. You had to start like thinking about missing your friends and homewood campus like being able to go to brody and actually get work done uh, all the things on campus that you're missing out on so i think it was definitely like a a time of constantly shifting perspective if you don't have good social distancing which is impossible in a school where there's 300 person lecture halls i just don't see a way in which the school will allow 5000 undergrads to congregate in the same area and realizing that it's probably not going to be able to April 12th and my parents helped me with that as well now I've done a good job of accepting it and like moving forward because I kind of had to no one had any idea of what was gonna come forward during those times and in fact we don't know when things will go back to normal it's a big change now physics physics 2 is recorded and physics section and IFP are the only classes that I like have to go to now. So it's kind of nice. Like I can watch the, the physics lectures like at different times. And professors have been doing a really good job to accommodate students and change their lectures. Lab professors, for example, changed the way the lab is run completely in like two weeks to try to fit the same curriculum, but like in a different way. So I think they've been doing a really good job and making the best out of a really tough situation. Yeah, uh, I agree with that. But before this all happened, I actually liked online classes. Well, that's just based on my one experience freshman year, um, taking Cog Neuro, which was a, a flipped class. So you did lectures online by yourself, but you also had a class portion where you just did like Q&A. And I really liked the online portion because I could go at my own pace and take notes and 
rewind and rewatch anything that I needed to, but I also had the in-class sessions to hold me accountable to staying on the schedule. So that's a huge difference. And with all the distractions and my parents and friends to talk to and not having a strict schedule, it was very difficult for me to like motivate. And (laughs) I feel like every week I tell myself like, okay, this is the week that I'll actually follow a schedule. And it just hadn't happened. Um, But maybe this last week it might. Comparing it to in-person, I thought in-person was superior in that it's a better learning environment for the student. It definitely has its merits, and I still think it does for situations like taking night classes or people that work full-time jobs and can only take online classes. But I still maintain my stance that in-person is better, but I, I I don't think it's bad either to take online classes. I mean, we're making the best out of the situation. And I think that's very important. Yeah, I'd have to agree with what your most said. Like, I think that it's just, uh, it's like easier to interact with everyone around you, but taking any route you can to better yourself, I think that is more important. With Hopkins' decision to fully transition into an online semester, the university decided to also adopt a satisfactory, unsatisfactory grading policy for all undergrads. The goal? To relieve the stresses experienced by students and faculty facing significant challenges while transitioning to remote teaching and learning. What's your take on this? I think what they did was the fairest thing, the downside of making it optional pass-fail would have been that you're giving the people who have the benefit of having stable households where they're not living paycheck to paycheck and so there's not that stress. A slash A minus was a pipe dream. I don't think that was ever really considered by the administration. That would have been so sick. (laughs) I mean, exactly. So I don't think they were just going to flat out increase everyone's GPA. I also think that universal pass-fail is the only grading system we could have gone with, but I do have friends who purposefully took like easier classes this semester just to boost their GPAs and they were devastated. That's a whole semester's worth of tuition for grades that won't count for them in the long run. Well, that, that raises an interesting point. I think we pay tuition to go to Hopkins regardless. <laughs> yeah, and it comes to the point where, like, are we studying at Hopkins now? Because we're not. So, tuition, I don't know, like, do you guys feel like tuition should be refunded partially or? Um, like, I, I definitely get where you're coming from. Like, and I, like, would agree personally, but I just don't think that there's a way that I could see it happening. Like, the only thing I could like see happening is possibly like a tuition rate freeze for the next year and then like the year after it probably just like go up back <laughs> like probably double to account for both years especially like considering the email that uh, president daniel sent us carl is referring to the email shared with students on april 21st by president ronald daniels It contained a summary of the, quote, detailed articulation of the university's financial projections, end quote, shared via JChoose the Hub, entitled Financial Implications and Planning. It doesn't seem like they have any intention of doing something like that, considering the 
quote unquote financial restraints that they were under. It's definitely a point of contention. You can argue, oh, we're paying for studying at Hopkins, whereas we're now we're just paying for online education. But at the end of the day, whether your classes are online or in person, your diploma is gonna say the Johns Hopkins University. So I don't know. I think it's kind of weird. I don't. I'm not sure if they're gonna give us a partial refund or something like that. Branching off of what Guillermo was saying, Hopkins still needs to pay the workers. These are some of the people that need help most during this time. Since it's the largest employer in Maryland, it needs to take care of its employees too. You know. I do want to open the the field and ask the following question. Evie, you can answer too, given that you're the host. How would you guys feel if next semester is online, but classes are graded? I think people who lost their jobs and are in stressful environments beginning in March and April are probably going to still be in that situation come August. And a full year of not having grades is a significant hit to both your GPA and your transcript. How do you guys feel about that? I think that the university should do whatever they can to help those who are in more dire situations. We haven't seen it fully yet. And like all the stimulus packages the federal government is going to is like push trying to push out like something's eventually it's just gonna snap getting a job will be a lot more difficult so like your gpa will even matter that much um i haven't really even thought about the grading system for online classes next semester because if it does go online i don't think i would opt in for that period so it's just not even a major concern for me personally but for others I feel like there's more support for pass-fail again. As a senior, I was pretty upset about the pass-fail, even though I understood it was the most reasonable solution considering everyone's situation. That said, 2020 will definitely be marked by this pandemic. I'm pretty sure that med schools and law schools and any other school you might be applying to after college It's going to take into consideration the current situation. If anything, it puts a lot more pressure on students to make sure that their remaining time at Hopkins is academically successful. I don't think it's going to reflect negatively on the student if their school decided to have two semesters pass-fail because this was a decision made by the institution they're in, considering it's Hopkins, an institution that is working towards trying to make things better. Yeah, that's fair. I think our university is the face of the data to many Americans that might have never like heard of Hopkins before. Yeah, I'm proud of the university and like the efforts they're making. For example, like my lab, like my PI was like trying to find grants to start COVID research in order to like help with the cause. And I know other PIs around the the Hopkins Hospital are doing the same thing. I don't know. It's a cool effort and it shows that people want to help in any way they can. Hopkins has done the best job they could have with the information that they've been given. 
Um, and I've been very appreciative of Ronnie D's emails. I know they're very uplifting, but also realistic. So I think he's been doing a good job of communicating uh, where the university's at and hopefully how we'll proceed in the future. listening to this week's episode of 4HOP. I'm your host, Evia, and this was 4HOP.